Welcome to Nothing Matters Sports Podcast, Christmas edition, special edition. Uh, this is the Space Camp We've Returned to Earth podcast episode. Um, this week, just featuring Billy and Luke. Ramon's got his picks in here, but much like the NFL season, we've got a couple people out with injuries. John's got a sore throat. He's been coughing. He's off his game. We're not really sure what Ramon's exact injury is. Maybe he's overwhelmed. Maybe he's afraid he's going to lose to me in picks this season, and he wants a couple weeks where he wasn't here. We don't really know what it is, but I'm happy to have you here, Billy. Uh, we'll get to sponsors in just a second. Any any opening words? Uh, nah, I've gone to space camp, and I'm back, baby. It's a great way to come back. Uh, you know, it's been a while for me. Uh, just happy to be here. Uh, Christmas edition. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Jewish Christmas here on the pod this week. Um, well, let's go ahead and, and dive into our intros. My uh, my sponsor this week is Narcan. If you don't know what Narcan is, you maybe should. Uh, Narcan is the brand name of Naloxone, which is what the nasal spray that you give to people who are overdosing on fentanyl or opioids. The reason this is important is because we all have friends who party. Uh, they might take substance or two. You never know these days. Stuff's moving around quite a bit. Fentanyl is, and opioid deaths are now the leading cause of death for Americans 18 to 34. It's absolutely crazy. It's more than car accidents, COVID, heart, anything, anything. So um, I'm actually tempted to get certified and start carrying some around. I know a lot of people are. Um, so check it out. If you haven't heard of it before, Narcan. You have a sponsor this week, Billy? Yeah, um, I'm going to go with the Overlook Boulder and Fitness. Uh, I just went there for the first time a few hours ago and a lot of fun. Uh, I was never really much of a boulder uh, on top rope. And for those who don't climb, bouldering is almost scarier than climbing with a rope. Um, when you get to the top, you either have to climb down or sometimes it's not even feasible and you have to jump. And yep. you do not want to shatter an ankle. It's kind of fucking scary. And it's hard, too. Uh, when, when you have uh, someone belaying you, you can be like, all right, uh, stay focused. I'm, I'm going to make a leaping jump for this one. You can't do that when you're bouldering. So, uh Really fun, uh, sweet spot. Has a gym in addition to uh, bouldering. So the overlook the, is on the uh, West End Beltline in Atlanta. Check it out. What's the uh, cost there per month? I don't know. I bought a five pack pass. Um, oh, for, you went five like, for like five times, but no sauna. Eighty, yeah, no sauna. Unfortunately, I'm still waiting for that other gym to uh, open. But you can do a year membership, and I think it's like seven hundred bucks. So that's a good deal. That is a good deal. Yeah. Well, yeah, they got one down here near us too. They do yoga there too. So if you want to, yoga is good, especially, especially after you hit 30 this year, yoga is a big deal. So uh, yeah, check out the overlook, you know, do some bouldering, break your ankle. Uh, well, we didn't have any college football to cover. Not a lot, just some junky little bowl games. Uh, thought I'd bring you guys a quick Texas football update with recruiting happening. I mean, obviously um, the big news out in Florida was the, the recruit loss there at FSU. Did you guys pick up, pick up a couple of transfers or anybody since then to make up for it? Yeah, we got that. Four, I think he was a four-star receiver. Micah Pittman, I think his name is from uh, Oregon. Um, him and apparently uh, Jordan Travis are hitting it off to like rooting together and whatnot. So it's cool. pretty cool. Um, I know Keyshawn Helton's coming back, which is good. He's a solid two, three receiver. So, uh yeah, I think we're, we're we're obviously we're not deep enough there, but it's not as bad as we thought it was gonna be. So, and you don't want to say anything about Texas A and M pushing out of their bowl game against uh Wake Forest. Come on. Well, I can now that you bring it up. You know, I thought you know they were gonna have to go with like a a really 
like a backup or like a walk-on QB basically. And uh, so they came up with some COVID numbers and they entirely opted out of their bowl. Um, a lot of people I was reading on Twitter were saying, you know, they can't really claim a lot of SEC momentum if they end up with a five loss season. Um, so that may be better not to play. In my opinion, they should have made them play it, but that, that I think what the bowl game is wanting, or they should have made them play it or made them forfeit, but the bowl game wants to try and get another team. They think another team will end up having to lose an opponent. And so they're going to wait and try and schedule someone against them. But, you know, the way I see it, hopefully they got paid a little less uh, for, for their season. I know they're already in quite a bit of debt. They haven't made it up. And that's why we know uh, if things go bad there, they're, they're really going to be stuck with Jimbo for a while. Um, you know, they had a good recruiting class. They have a ton of debt. Now they, they're in, they're in a ton of debt. They, um, they upgraded their stadium. They paid uh, the buyout for um, Sumlin, and then they owe a ton of money to Jimbo. But the other thing is that their donors are more heavily reliant on on uh, oil. So they kind of go up and down depending on oil prices. Um, and right. so sometimes their donors are hurting a little bit more. But they're, they're going to start losing more and more money be because um, – because Texas is going to gain back some market share from them, but they're still going to be in the SEC making thirty million a year or so. So basically, there's room in the budget to uh, to skip a game you don't want to lose. Um, Texas, sure. though, Texas on on a positive note here. Number one, Quinn Ewers. You know, Quinn Ewers. I uh, I predicted earlier in the season that you know there's a good chance he was going to come here. We posted about it on the page months ago, and uh, Texas landed him. Uh, he was the number one quarterback recruit supposed to be for this year and then enrolled early, got a few million from Ohio State and then brought came back to Texas. And then we got a, a five star O-lineman from Oregon who came over and a four star that joined him. So one of the biggest O-line halls and you know one of the biggest recruiting classes Texas has had in a long time. So uh, another transfer uh, cornerback from Ohio State today. Sark wasn't kidding about rebuilding that roster. I think he got there and he was like, uh, these players are not going to cut it for me. We got a clean house. So good, good update for Texas. This is the time of year when we do the best when, uh, when we're not playing games. So um, let's, uh, let's, let's go on to space camp here. Uh, talk a little bit about space camp. I wanted to grab a couple of uh, thoughts on a couple of things from you, Billy. Um, this is really your first big, big scale EDM show. Um, but before we dive into that, tell, tell me a little bit, what do you think about Virginia? Wow. Jeez. Um, I, I want to be nice, but I don't really have anything nice to say. I, I just think it's where we were, maybe. I don't know. I don't even know where we were, but it was they kept awful. describing Williamsburg as like a tourist trap full of rich people. Like the people like the people that live there live there because they think it's nice. It's a little bit more expensive area than other places. Um, and then big time, like, I guess didn't, I didn't know that Bush gardens was such an attraction, but Bush gardens. And I guess the history of the area um, bring a whole lot of tourists through all the time. So it, it is kind of like, who does want to live in a, in a very touristy kind of place? I, I don't know. Can you hear me? Yeah, we're back on. I don't know. I, my Zoom just reset. It looks like it's still recording, so we're just going to roll with it. Um, I was saying it's like a real touristy place. So, um, yeah. so what about what about the pancake situation? I was going to say, Virginia, everything just seemed off of one road, and it was just a million pancake houses. I was so flabbergasted I had to look it up. They said that they had so many tourists, and tourists loved going out to eat for breakfast that they just made a million pancake places. So... 
there's your answer on that. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, the venue is fine. So that's all that really matters. That's all we really The venue did, is really amazing. Shout out to the Hampton Coliseum because that place, it was built in like the 70s. Architecture was super dope. Very cool place to have a show. So strange that that Coliseum's out in the middle of nowhere. Um, but yeah, glad that they can still play bass music now. That uh, bass not in the middle of nowhere. It's right next to Hooters. Like, what else do you want? From a <laughs> we we did go to Hooters. Yeah, we made a podcast trip to Hooters. We thought that was important for us to support local sports and and gambling and wings. And we met a nice lady named Bria. Uh, who couldn't bring a Thousand Island dressing and charged us extra for side ranch. Bria got her money out of us. Um, uh, What about your, your thoughts on space camp fans compared to, you know, regular concert goers? I mean, I haven't been to concerts in a while, so I can't really been a TV girl six times. Oh yeah. TV girl. Yeah. I did go to TV girl three times in like the past four months. So, uh, Let's see here. I don't know. TV Girl had a good crowd too, but the nice thing about um, the, and I don't know if it's just for all EDM, but like, Luke, we were able to get to the front so easily. Everyone was so willing to like, you know, let people through. Uh, everyone was super friendly. Like people were shaking my hand. I'm like, don't fucking touch me, dude. Like, um, <laughs> but everyone was cool. Uh, it was a great time. Um, everyone's super friendly. People are sitting down like in the middle of the fucking, um, in the middle of the <laughs> yeah. auditorium, just like, chilling and stuff it's like the opposite of astro world (laughs) you're like people are on the floor be careful (laughs) they were in space bro they were in space it does different (laughs) things to your body you don't know uh what about your favorite favorite artists favorite favorite set who'd you see who'd you like uh closey was great uh her visuals were really cool it was a fucking story like walking through like what seemed like some i don't can i say asian it was neon jungle yeah okay there's some asian influence you know maybe yeah. who knows that was you pretty can, fucking dope that. ls dream was great um oh obviously yeah Grizz, fuck. Grizz second night i liked more um because he went harder um yeah. liquid stranger was was very bassy which was great uh lucy was cool lucy seemed like she went really hard she um, did yeah uh so it, it, it was great um all the acts, not all the acts, but I mean, there, there was a really solid amount of acts. It's crazy, um, right? There's like eight. Yeah, the venue has to be good. I was looking, I see like excisions coming there in a little bit. Yeah. Um, so that venue has to be like known for EDM stuff or what? It is. Why. It is. I mean, they had some other stuff coming, but like Bass Nectar played there all the time for sure. Yeah. You know, we heard about that show. I saw some others, but. Um, yeah, I think they do a lot of bassy shows there because it's kind of like an East Coast hub for people to meet up, I guess. I think people can come around from pretty easily hop down, I don't know, 64, right. who, yeah, a couple hours. Um, there was a the, chick from Oregon there. I was like, damn, like, yeah, people will travel. People follow. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, what, what did you learn about Luke on the trip? Dude, it was great seeing you in your natural habitat. Like, I was telling the group chat, you're just – you're just so authentic there. Everyone loves you. Um, everyone wants to talk to you. You're, you're so happy. Um, I saw how disgusting you are sharing your vape and just true oh, man. We do share Some other vapes. things. I'm not going to mention. Um, but no, dude, it was great seeing you. Uh, I think I think I, I understand why you love it so much. It was a great time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
I was hoping that you were going to share that I'm an excellent time crisis player. We're going to transition here. Oh, I mean, uh, it depends. Our- like, you technically you won, but you also had a fat stack of cash. Uh, hey, I only used 10 of my $20 in quarters. You know, the way I see it, with uh, five levels and two lives per turn that that's pretty close to fair it's pretty close i don't know but let me know if anybody if anybody out there can beat the new time crisis it's a new one time crisis five or something crazy yeah. storyline two pedals two pedals you don't just go down anymore you go left and right as well um which kind of makes it pretty easy i wish maybe in the future i could play on a little harder mode that, that kind of made it too easy i wonder if i could survive on less money next time too we'll find you out spend ten dollars yet it's too easy okay we it was it was pretty easy if I just kept putting money in some for some reason, uh yeah so that that was it was in our in our uh, hotel they had a nice arcade uh, Billy beat me two out of three in the racing game, um and then uh, we both uh, played pinball while we uh, worried about making our flights on time because oh, there yeah. were no lifts that morning but all right that's uh oh I would say that the thing uh, I'm very proud of Billy. He came home and immediately started buying uh, tickets in Atlanta to go see some shows. I think I'm going to go out there in March, catch Liquid Stranger. Um, but yeah, Billy's uh, Billy's going to spend a lot of money and um, you know be in the already scene been, like a already been kid. spent. Could do a whole segment on that, but I'll, I'll save the fans. We'll save for, uh... it, yeah, save it <laughs> for Billy's Billy's new concert picks. Yeah, that'll be great. Um, okay, well, this is going to be abbreviated episode. We're, uh, we're probably going to jump right into things here, um, unless you have a health question, Billy. Well, doctor's out. I don't know if I could, you know, I'm not a doctor. And yeah, I we're going to be in a Motel 6, so. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, okay, let's call it a safety question. Um, Billy, what do you do if the alarm in, smoke alarm in your hotel room starts going off, you know, about 1 a.m.? You start blaming your roommate for vaping too close to it and freaking out that you're going to get fined. And then eventually but you walk barefoot out on the, the steps, street in the cold. And on the steps, you got to go down the steps. Yeah. And then you got to ask at the, the front desk the next morning, um, did you guys ever figure out what caused that? Yeah. It could have been my roommate. Maybe it was him. Maybe Speaking of safety, him. shout out to my uh, boss for scheduling a meeting 8 a.m. the first day we get back from New Year's. Uh, yeah. To have, to have a Savage. discussion on whatever dumb winter shit or everything else out there. Wow. Come on, man. Everyone knows you should not have a meeting before, what, 10 a.m.? I agree. You really shouldn't. I think I saw a medical article or like a pretty, a pretty official style um, journal talking about that like people's brains don't work as well so it's just dumb to schedule those meetings let them get their day going um so yeah health health and wellness featured safe fire safety featured check that box we're not going to talk about the games last week uh we weren't on to pick them uh you might have you might have seen our little bonus episode it's coming down tonight um so i hope you caught it uh what, what we're going to do this week is just cover the games moving forward. Um, you know, obviously it's a big mess to pick the games right now. Players, rosters changing all the time. It's a little bit difficult to keep up with. So you may not want to follow us directly. Check those lines as you're getting closer to the game. Check the rosters as you're getting closer to the game. But, um, you know, I would just like to let everyone know. I am currently in the lead for NFL picks and NFL locks. Leading Ramon in NFL picks by just two picks. So uh, hopefully this week doesn't do me in too bad. He has sent in his picks, though. 
so I will be uh, reading off Ramon's picks as well. He is still going to be competing, especially with it neck and neck. Um, and so we're just going to dive right in. Uh, first game on the slate here is 49ers at the Titans plus three and a half. Billy, who do you like? I like the Niners. Um, I think they've been playing well lately. I'm pretty sure the Titans just blew a lead uh, the other week. Was it against the Steelers? Is A.J. Brown even playing? Uh, Taylor Lewan's out. So I'm going with the Niners. I feel like they've been playing better. Yeah, uh, Titans have not looked good uh, the last few weeks, and um, I kind of agree. I'm going to take the 49ers here. Um, You know, I think uh, Garoppolo looks okay. You know, their defense has really looked good as they've gotten healthy, and I think having Kittle back really helps. So it looks like both of us here on the Niners. I am trying to check it out here. Ramon's got his picks blacked out, but – it doesn't appear that he sent them. So we might be screwed there. Okay. Well, Ramon's going to take an L for this week. I'll go ahead and pick the next game here. It's Packers versus Browns. I'm going to keep riding Aaron Rodgers, No doubt at this point, I don't even think they're going to slow down as they're getting close to the end of the year. I uh, think they're still maybe in play for some good seating or a bye week Browns continue to just fall apart. Um, not sure if Baker's playing or not. I mean, I think last week they had two QBs out. So uh going to go ahead and take the Packers. How about you? I know you love Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, as much as I hate Aaron Rodgers, he really is playing extremely well. Um, I mean, there's not much more to say. The Browns are playing trash. like, And I don't really think it matters if Baker plays. It's in Lambeau. Give me the Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers all the way. You think he's going to win MVP? Probably, unfortunately, probably. Yeah, hmm. him, him, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, I think Brady's kind of been playing himself out of contention the last few yeah, weeks. Yeah, no, I think Brady's done. I think Brady's out. That'd be cool if Jonathan Taylor got it. Give it to a running back. I mean, he's cru- he's absolutely cruising, which brings us straight into the next game. Uh, this one's tricky. Colts at Cardinals. Cardinals favored by one and a half at home. Uh, who do you like? Uh, I like the Colts. I've been riding Colts all year. Um, yeah. I just think they're a well-rounded team, like you said, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I just, I'm not a big Cardinals fan. I know uh, with Hopkins out, it's not the same team. No, and absolutely it's not. And, you know, we kind of saw them down the second half of, of last year struggling uh, a little bit as well. I mean, they're still going to make the playoffs, and, and they'll probably, you know, maybe they can figure something out. But, I mean – Hopkins was a game changer and Kyler just hasn't looked the same since the injury. Um, Colts are hot. So I'm going to, I'm going to take the Colts in the points here. Um, next game is uh, Buccaneers at Panthers. Wow. Panthers uh, getting 10 and a half here against the Bucks. I wish John was here to break it down for us, especially after the offensive collapse last week. Did you see any of the Buccaneers game last week? No, I just saw Tom Brady lost his shit and they didn't put up any points. So I expect Buccaneers to come out, but he was it Godwin's out. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not Panthers, sure if Evans is playing Panthers or not. Have Cam Evans Newton also playing. came out of that game. Fortnite's on IR. Yeah, Fortnite's on IR. But I mean, Cam Newton, that's uh, he's not good. And I heard Darnold might play a little bit too. I'm sorry, I'm taking the box. We're going to be pissed after not putting the points. Give me the box. 
That's exactly what I'm doing. Uh, we're in danger of matching all of our picks so far. Bucks Can't minus wait. ten and a half. It's probably because we went to space together. Uh, I, <laughs> I agree though. Brady's Brady's going to come out hot. I mean, the Panthers. I, I don't think they were quite eliminated. I, I can't they remember. Let two I throw on them. So. Yeah, and uh, you know Tom's going to be Tom's going to be fiery. Um, you know, I think uh, Pey- Peyton Barber may be back, but watch out for their run game as well. With with he, he, they were really leaning on that run game sometimes when the past game's been struggling with the receivers gone. But I think AB might be back as well. It looked like they were kind of going back on uh, removing him, and I think his suspension gets lifted. So um, that yeah. that offense is definitely in flux. All right, uh, if uh, if Chloe is here, I'd let him go first to talk about his boy Herbert. He's been looking pretty spicy lately um texans on the other hand kind of riding davis mills um he's been hot playing him over tyrod have people wondering what they're going to do about qb next year chargers at texans texans getting 10 points any chance you ride with houston no never yeah no i don't think so either chargers definitely still uh fighting here and yeah, I think uh, – I don't know if Derwin James is back. That that really seemed to be what changed things for them uh, a couple weeks ago. But um, I, I'm not sure if he's healthy or not. You may need, may need to check into that. But we're, we're going to ride Herbert. Eckler's been looking pretty good. Uh, Mike Williams still, like, really a solid receiver for them for a while now. And, um, yeah, I just don't see the Texans stopping anybody. All right, what's going on with the Giants, Billy? They're fucked. Daniel Jones is out. Still taking the Giants, though. Rivalry game. Ten points is a lot. Give me the Giants. How are they going to beat him? How are they going to beat them? By a fucking miracle. Oh, no. Giants often suck. Good luck. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that we don't have the same picks and because I like Jalen Hurts and, and what the Eagles have been doing more than the Giants, I'm going to go ahead and say the Eagles cream them. Uh, you know, this is this is a tight division matchup too. outside of the Cowboys. I think everybody's pr- doing pretty poorly. Um, anyway, let's, uh, let's I'll take the Eagles minus 10. Nice. I'll go on. We're to our next game. We talked that there's nothing to do in Cincinnati. So it's good because they don't get COVID there. because They're not going out. Give me the Bengals. The Ravens have looked like shit lately. Lamar's coming back off injury. Bengals. Lamar is coming back off injury, which could be the difference here. But I think uh, I think the Bengals um, have a little more fight left. The Ravens have been in all these tight games all year. They're really banged up at a ton of different spots on the roster. Um, you know, they it's not like the QB thing was really what was holding them back. I mean, I still think one of the main problems is that they have zero receiving talent. Um, and I just don't see them their defense being quite as good. Um, Bengals uh, have a lot to play for. Burrow's trying to get them fired up, uh, saying that they're going to have all their team there. So I'll, I'll ride with you on the Bengals. How about these guys? The Lions last week coming out, getting the victory. No one expected it. Podcast favorite team squaring off this week against Atlanta homeboys. Falcons minus six. We know who uh, Sammy Stats would be picking here. He'd be betting with his heart. Where are you betting, Billy? I'm um, betting with the Falcons. Uh, I feel like the Falcons beat up on bad teams. And I don't not sold on the Lions. Give me the Falcons at home, minus six. 
And I am enjoying the underdog lions. You know, they've said that they're kind of embracing this spoiler uh, approach that they are, are liking their underdog persona. So they've been hot lately. I'll take the points and, and roll with the lions, especially since all you have to do is stop the Falcons is shut down Kyle Pitts. Hmm. Uh, give me the Jets minus one with the Jags. I don't believe in the Jags. Come on, does anybody? Jets were in that Eagles game for a bit last week. Um, I feel like, you know, Salah, there's more growth each week than the Jaguars. We're just hoping the season ends as soon as possible. Yeah, not not going great over there. I'm sure they've all um, had a big breath of relief with Urban gone. We were literally counting it down on the podcast and – um, yeah, I just don't, I didn't see any type of bounce back from them really. Um, I don't know. Trevor Lawrence seems like he needs, he needs, uh, he needs some help if he's going to do well there. I don't think the offensive coaching is great right now. Probably going to need to hire a new OC along with that head coach or an offensive minded coach. So I'm going to go ahead and roll with the jets as well, especially cause it's a home game should be cold, might be snowing. Um, and I just don't think the Jags will hold up. Yeah. Zach Wilson played in Utah. Just so cold. Yeah, he was looking a little better last week too. Uh, Rams at Vikings. Nobody's also nobody's going to watch that Jaguars Jets game. So let's yeah, let's just move on. Rams and Vikings. Uh, Vikings uh, kind of up and down right now. Rams, you know, uh, what, what do you think? I'm going with the Rams. Fuck them. I like the Vikings. They somehow win these uh, these games against close competition. Uh, good competition. They keep it close. So give me the Vikings. Yeah, I've been seeing a little bit of a Rams renaissance here. Uh, hopefully, you know, Odell and Von Miller have been there for a little while now. I just think the Vikings, they they play to the level of their competition and sometimes a little bit worse. Against a guy like McVay, I think uh, Cousins may have some struggles, so they'll, they'll probably shut those receivers down. I mean, uh, depends what Dalvin can do, but I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the Rams. I just I kind of feel like you vice you know the opposite of you. Like I, I just can't roll with the Vikings. Uh, it's too 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 much for my heart. I start feeling like Carlos with those palpitations and stuff. Rams played pussy defense though. They they give you the five yards. Just you have all that talent on your defense. Why don't you play aggressive? I don't get it. And this is a really big one, uh, really big game. Uh, probably the game of the week. This will be huge for deciding this division. The Bills are playing the Patriots for the second time in three weeks. And uh, last game, you know, we had the running that was happening. Who knows what the weather will be like uh, in Foxborough this weekend. Patriots getting two and a half, minus two and a half at home. Uh, Billy, what are your thoughts? I like the Patriots at home coming off a loss against a good Coles team. Um, I like Belichick going up against Josh Allen again. Uh, you said short amount of times they played last, so give me the Patriots. I feel like, if anything, this game, the Patriots know that the Bills want to come and air it out all the time. And it's like they don't want to try to run the ball this time. It, they almost had to be more balanced in the snow, and, and they even moved the ball better in the second half when they started to throw it. So I just don't think the Bills are going to have any chance of getting their run game going. The Patriots know what they need to do just to fend the pass. The, the Bills haven't looked dominant in you know a really long time, and uh, I, I agree. I think I like the Patriots here trying to seal it off for the division. I think Belichick's had this one circled probably for a while. Um, so we're both rolling with, uh, with the Pats. I'm sure Ramon will love to hear that. Um, uh, even though Matt Jones struggled, could be a bounce back week for him. 
Um, Bears, Seahawks. Oof, just a couple bad teams here, but the Seahawks getting minus six and a half because of the state of the Bears. Um, you taking the points in the Bears, or are you rolling with uh, with Russell? Vampires, Starbucks. Uh, no, I'm going to bet on Russell. Uh, Seahawks at home coming off a loss, I think. They just lost, right? Who did they lose to? We don't have uh, our results up here. Nah. Anyway, yeah, give me Russell uh, against the – They lost to the, the, lost the Rams. Rams. By 10. Yeah, give me the, give me the Seahawks. Next game here, I'm taking the Seahawks as well. I just don't think the Bears are are. I think they're they're tanking. So uh, we're going to see. I think uh, Seahawks have more pride to play for. Russell's got some pride to play for, and uh, they're just overall the better team in at home. So I'll take the Seahawks. That'll probably come back to bite me. Um, next game, this one, this one all hinges on Teddy Bridge. Bridgewater uh, out with the concussion. They're not sure if he's going to come back. He was hospitalized after the concussion last week. So really not sure if he's going to play. So it's Broncos at Raiders, you know, Raiders minus one at home. Uh, And I'm going to go ahead and take the Broncos. Their defense has looked lights out. Still don't think that the Raiders have ever recovered from losing their deep threat. Haven't looked quite the same on offense. Uh, Derek Carr missing his rhythm and then now playing a surging Broncos defense and run game. Uh, you know, both uh, Jamal and uh, and Melvin Gordon, they're doing well. So uh, I'm going to take the Broncos. Do you agree? Uh, you've convinced me, but I wrote down my picks and said the Mabadou shot ahead uh, Oakland. Las Vegas, excuse me. So I have to stick well, with uh, my gut. That's um, probably a good pick Las because the quarter, do you know who the quarterback for the Broncos is? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Locke? Drew Locke. Yeah, not a fan Even of Tom Locke, Herman no. trolled Drew Locke in college. Um, yeah. All right, so you're taking uh, Oakland on a whim and yeah. a prayer. Yeah, I'm not really happy about it, but whatever. Steelers at Chiefs. Steelers very much in the hunt. I believe in the lead in the AFC North. Very much in the hunt for the playoffs. How does Mike Tomlin do this kind of thing? Big Ben not looking any better, but now he's last dancing. Is there any chance that they can cover against the Chiefs? No. And says they're third in the AFC North, so I don't know what you're saying. Um, Not betting on Big Ben. This is last year. Everyone knows it. He's done. Give, give me the Chiefs easy money. And I will agree. I think this is the one where it stops. I think the Chiefs are are still not able to move the ball like lethally on offense, but they look like they've come back to, you know, they're, they're back to a little more of their, their normal selves and um, they should be at home. So let's hope they can, they can get it done. I, I just don't, yeah, I agree with you. Don't have a lot of faith in the Steelers, but um, let's see if they can cause some trouble. Ooh, wow. Huge divisional matchup here. Washington at Dallas. Cowboys minus 10 and a half has me taking the football team here. Haven't bet against Dallas in a long time. Really good team to ride this year. But 10 and a half is quite a bit. I guess they just think that Washington won't be able to score with the way that the Cowboys defense has been playing. But I know you can get some big plays on them. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and roll with the points here. What are your thoughts? Hey, you took the Eagles. Uh, minus 10. Just kidding. Um, I, I technically had Washington plus 10 and a half, so I wrote down 
but I don't even know who Washington's QB is this week. Heineke, uh, right? No, it's not Heineke. Okay. That's what, I'm, I think I'm, that's I'll why go ahead and so take high. the Cowboys. I'll go ahead and take the Cowboys. <laughs> no, good, it doesn't good, matter. Good. No, I'm flipping, baby. I, I was taking I, Washington I, I because, believe in the fighting okay, Heineke's. Fine. I'll take uh, Washington, or I was taking Washington because last game, fucking uh, McCarthy came out and was like, yo, we're going we're to win. And obviously, they did win, but I'm hoping that Washington's a little pissed off, you know, so. <laughs> but yeah, I don't You're know like, who their QB is. Some rando. You want to bet that one? Not really. Which one do you want to bet? We might have to take a look. I don't here bet. You buy tickets. Why would I bet? Yeah, that's true. You buy concert tickets instead of betting now. Okay. Uh, next game here. Uh, a team that I think is is uh, tricky right now. The Saints. Um, really struggling with their quarterback play. I don't see how there's any way that Taysom Hill can continue to be the quarterback. Maybe that finger is causing some problems, but overall it just looks like he's not at the level that they need to run that offense. You know, obviously still missing receivers, uh, but everyone's keying on Kamara. He hasn't looked as explosive. So I'm going to take the Dolphins, this defense, and Tua with plus three against the Saints this week. What do you think? Yeah, I also have the Dolphins. Not a fan of the Fins Saints. Up. Fins up on the pod. Fins up. No Miami fans here. But That's the Monday up. night game. Is this the first Monday night game for, for the Dolphins this year? I don't know about that. It'd be great if we had some Dolphins on here to tell us. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that didn't the Ravens lose to the Dolphins on what may have been Monday night? Well, well uh, listeners can write us in by snail mail and let us know. Um, let's we have to pick a tiebreaker here for that that Finns game, uh, just in case we're tied. What do you think the over under? It's at 38 and a half. What, what's your number? 34. Billy says 34. Luke takes 35. Yeah, November 11th. All right, nope, nope. That was Thursday night football, not Monday. Okay, all right. Um, locks, give me, give me your three locks for the week. Man, you go first. I don't think I had time. All right. My first lock, my first lock is the Colts plus one and a half against the Cardinals. Like I said, think they're hot. I think the Cardinals are struggling a little bit. Uh, Another lock that I really like this week is the Broncos plus one. Uh, Hopefully, the Drew Lock show doesn't do me wrong there. And I will take. You want me to go? The Dolphins. (laughs) The Dolphins. Plus three. Nice. I'm going to go Bengals minus two and a half against the Ravens. Jets minus one with the Jags. And Chiefs minus seven and a half against the Steelers. What was the last one? Chiefs seven and a half. Oh, I think actually, shit. I think Tyreek Hill's out. So maybe I want to change that one. Let's see. Give me. Give me. Give me Packers minus seven and a half. Packers minus seven and a half instead of the Chiefs. All right. Well, it was a very short edition of the Nothing Matters Sports Podcast this week. Uh, you know, pray for our other hosts and their many injuries and Christmas travels. We will see you guys on the flip side of things. Um, Billy, do you have a NoFap to close us out? No, I didn't look one up. I forgot, to be honest. Wow. That's like 
what what else do you do? I know I don't I barely come on the pot anymore. When I do show up, I don't have the no fat post. You know, in a few so weeks, it's Sammy just gonna be you just have Sammy stats replace me full time. If that's what I think we're just gonna have to move to a rotation. I, I guess I'm the only one, but they they can make it. Um hey, it wasn't on the agenda, so that's true. It wasn't on the agenda. I guess that's not fair. Um, God, I'm looking for one. They're all memes. They're all like memes right here. Hold on. Top, top post. Mine. This week. Top post this week. Let's check it out. Mine. Hey, 27 male here. I discovered NoFap three years ago while browsing sexy pics on Reddit. Ironically, I know to fap on. And because of curiosity, I opened NoFap, read a few stories and told myself, what do I have to lose? My life is already a shit. Can't even finish a sentence. And I started on that day. I was lazy, pathetic loser with no job, no master degree, no girlfriend ever. Kissless virgin. I was PMOing, fapping. Three to four times masturbation orgasm. Yeah, being three to four times a day and had lots of mental issues like anxiety, panic attacks, and depression. After just one week of NoVap, I felt the difference. I started walking outside and daily taking care seemed easier. After about six months, found a well-paid job, which I never believed I would get, but it happened. This gave me a lot of confidence, energy, and I felt for the first time in my life appreciated. After a few more months, I decided to start a master degree because I had so much energy and confidence that I can do it. It wasn't easy, but I had to push my limits. And at this master, I found a gorgeous girl who was 100% my type and had the balls to ask her out. And surprisingly, she became my girlfriend. Fast forward, I got my first kiss, lost my V-card at 25 years old and a half with this great girl, and this relationship changed me. I felt the reason to fight, no matter how bad I felt. After about 500 days, decided it's time to take my driving license and get a car, and I succeeded. I wasn't anymore that afraid pussy who feared everything. I gave up taking anxiety pills because I felt strong enough to fight on my own. Finished my master this summer with maximum grades, and all because of no fap and motivation that it gave me. Who am I now? A strong, confident, and successful young man. I'm the man I always dreamed. I have a well-paid job, a car, a flat where I'm staying with my beautiful girlfriend whom I plan to propose to her this Christmas on holiday. I have reasons to live now. Still an introvert who doesn't like being around many people, but that's my personality. I'm no more suffering from anxiety, depression, and panic attacks. Now I find porn and masturbating disgusting and pathetic. And now I'm the teacher for my 20-year-old brother because I want him to be as successful as me. If I could, you can too. Fuck, at this man, point, I need, get, I need to get on this journey. At this point, I think that it's just exercising some discipline over something, and then they attribute all these good things that happen to them to the discipline, but it still gives them a certain sense of momentum. But when he started getting to the point where he's like, Oh, I'm gonna propose now, I did start to question the validity of this story. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you should I try get Billy. It. I kind of get it, bro. though. Think about Go it. For a you're, week. You're, you're, you're doing something that, like, you feel – I mean, I don't feel guilty. You don't ever do it. Um, if they feel, feel guilty, guilty, it takes time and whatnot. And then it's like, wait, if I can stop doing this, I can do anything, you know? So. Uh, at what's the longest you've made it? Damn, I did it once. It was bad. I did 90 days. And it was 90? I did 90 days because that's the goal. Honestly – 
I think it's bad for you. Like my, I've flatlined. Like I couldn't get my dick to work for a little bit. It's not I good for not, you. I do not recommend it. Ninety days is ex. I think that's pretty it extreme. Hard, like the beginning is yeah, the that- hardest, and then all of a sudden you feel nothing. And that's the scary part. 